the moral of this, everyone, is to have grace. It's December. Oh, man, what is it? December 11th. And it's, it's almost been two months. Hey, hang with me, guys. Hang with me. All right. Welcome back to We Are All Right. This is T. Trying out some names here. T the teacher. T, I don't know. T the teacher's going to work for now. <laughs> so welcome back to We Are All Right. And today I want to talk about National Coming Out Day. It's currently October 20th. So let's just go ahead and acknowledge I missed National Coming Out Day. Yeah, that's kind of lame, right? Nah, it happens. I'm going to have grace for myself. As I mentioned, I was going to work on that. But National Coming Out Day was October 11th, and I saw several people posting, and I thought, wow, this is beautiful. I'm happy that people are having the opportunity to come out and share how they feel, those that they love, and just being out there. But everyone doesn't have that luxury. Everyone doesn't have the opportunity to make a big post or do a podcast talking about their coming out story. But everyone eventually, at some point, comes out, whether that's to an audience or just to themselves. The very first person you ever come out to is yourself. And that is often the largest hurdle that people will ever have to go over. So then, hey, today can be your coming out day. If you're ready, there's no rush. But you can join me if you need to. I'd love to hear your story, support you to the best of my ability. As I keep mentioning, you know, send an email. I will share your information on the podcast if that's what you want, if you want that assistance. But simply to tell somebody else, I welcome it. Now, coming out is something that people think oftentimes, like, okay, I came out and that's it. I don't have to do it ever again. Wow, that's over with. You have to come out, in a sense, for the rest of your life. People don't operate in a bubble. You change jobs, you change friend groups, you break up with someone get a new partner you have to introduce a new partner to your family again that level of exposure can feel as though you're coming out and also our identities are constantly evolving so if you've been worrying about oh do I come out I don't know I don't know if I'm bi I don't know if I'm gay I don't know if I'm lesbian I don't know do what feels right for you right now and as you continue to grow if it changes how you identify It only matters how you feel. You have to speak and love yourself. I mentioned at the very beginning of this that you come out to yourself first. So you're processing through all of these pieces. And of course, we want the support of our loved ones, but you have to live with you. So in living with yourself, you have to love yourself. And everyone doesn't love themselves. And I know I have experienced that. I haven't loved parts of myself And it's important to take the time to grow and to look inward and see, like, what is it that I love about me? I tell this kind of jokingly with my students, but I had a client once where they viewed themselves so lowly. Their self-esteem was so low. I wanted to make sure they understood that I didn't need them to tell me that they loved some huge component of themselves. So like right now I'm looking down at my hand. So I tell the story all the time, but... On my hand, specifically on my left hand, my ring finger, the nail bed, I tell you, it's amazing. But that's how small the detail I would relate to my kids that I worked with. And they're like, Miss Tierra, you're so weird. That's so random. And that's okay. So I want to be vulnerable and really want to try to make this tea to the teacher thing stick. But (laughs) 
I would get to that level with them and they could laugh and poke fun at how weird I was because I liked this specific nail bed, then they were able to look at tiny details of themselves and say, well, yeah, I don't look the way I want to look, but I do like this about myself. Okay, we can start there. We can start as small as needed because getting in and loving something tiny about yourself can grow into something so much bigger, a sense of self-worth and higher self-esteem that everyone deserves. Now, I mentioned that any day can be your coming out day. And I want to lean into this and just share my story because I don't think I've ever really shared it. I was kind of one of those people that got that duh when I tried to share about my um, sexuality. And honestly, it's kind of off-putting a bit because when we have this in our heads, like it's so important, it's terrifying. Again, we hear the news. It's still common today for someone to be kicked out of their home because of their gender or sexuality. So when someone says like that duh moment, it can be extremely isolating because a, a person might feel like, well, if you saw me struggling this hard, why didn't you talk to me? Why didn't you tell me? Because it can be extremely scary for someone who is exploring and learning about themselves. So I came out officially to my mother in 2007, right before my senior year of high school. And I remember the conversation so clearly being downstairs in our home. And my mother indicated that she thought I would have told her when I was 10. So I kind of had that moment of, wait, you watched me struggle this long and you knew? But she wanted me to get my own head around it, to have pride in myself. And although that didn't necessarily happen because of just how I am, I have to think back on it and consider the fact that she wanted me to just develop into the person I was organically and always supporting me along the way. Now, the part of this story that is a little bit bigger of a deal and not often shared is, and I look fondly of a picture of my mama as I'm talking about this, which is kind of dope. My mother passed away in 2010. And later on in my life, when I was thinking back over our conversations and things that she's told me, I remember her saying, but are you a girl? Now, I didn't understand what she meant at that time. And again, I was so worked up because I finally said this deep, dark secret. When she said this, I said, I mean, yeah, what other options are there? You can be a boy, you can be a girl. I didn't know anyone in 2007 that was trans or gender nonconforming. So I just kind of shrugged it off and ran and called one of my mentors um, from that time and just told them, like, I finally did it. And it was really, really dope. However... I didn't realize what my mother was asking me. And the way I have taken this story and this conversation in my memory to mean that she was giving me the permission, if I will, to live fully authentically. Now, I identify as gender nonconforming or non-binary. And I like to think about the fact that my mother gave me some breadcrumbs to even just assume that this was an option. So it's hard because I didn't know. And that gets into a whole nother level of coming out. If you just don't know the terms, you don't know what's out there. What can I be? What are the options? I don't know. Many of you might be saying that. <laughs> what can I do? What does this all mean? Where do I go? Where do I belong? Stick with me. The next episode, we're going to take a dive into 
breaking down LGBTQ plus and all the communities within. So hang on, take a deep breath. You're going to be all right.